wrestling fans of all ages, shapes, sizes, genders, and everything in between. It is time to go to war and be the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the revolution. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy. What's going on, everybody? This is Will Tarashuk, the founder of the Kings of the Rings podcast. What's going on, guys? It is I, the one and only Quiet Riot himself, Zach, your host of the Young Lions Perspective. What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Greetings, one and all. This is your Prime Minister speaking, your favorite Canadian, Mr. Fretz. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Nate the F and Great from the Game Changer podcast. If you're looking for a network that keeps wrestling real, then you've come to the right place because you're listening to you are listening to you are listening to you are listening then you are listening. Get ready for a war because you're listening to what is going on, everybody. This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Now enjoy the show. Are you ready? I don't think we saw any of this coming at all. And what I mean, I don't think we saw anything coming. Apparently, Roman Reigns has new teeth if you leave, if you believe Randy Orton. And I would believe Randy Orton because he likes to kick people in the head when they're down. He is literally kicking people when they are down in the head and trying to give them CTE, which we tried to get rid of in wrestling. However, everything is kicking up in wrestling. Things are heating up. And we have a mania that's going to happen at All Out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 210, Wreck Everything and Leave. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose. Find me at Ambassador the Bigs across all social media outlets. Kings of the Rings podcast, K-O-T-R underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe, listen to us wherever you listen to all of your podcast uh, shenanigans. We are part of Wrestle Addict Radio. Follow Wrestle Addict Radio at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter and Wrestling Radio on Facebook and Instagram. And someone that I did not see returning from Smashville is the newest member of, I guess, the Nashville Predators, right? Yeah, that's their hockey team down there. You can be... That's that their is their hockey team. team. So, Will, you're, you're probably going to be a big Nashville Predators fan when you when you move down there. Will Tarashock, how are you doing? Man, people from down there aren't even Predators fan, first of all. <laughs> like, Trust me, it's the best. It's the best sports team they have down there. The Titans are yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Titans are good. Titans are good. But uh, yeah, um, I are they? I saw. They almost went to the Super Bowl last year. I saw most of that coming. First of all, for SummerSlam, so that's a very poor tagline. It's, it should have been SummerSlam. Will's gonna see most of it coming. Um, I'm at Will Tarrant on Instagram. Well. It does not go well. People are like, who's Will? Is he cute? T is in Thomas. A R A S H U K. The answer is no. I thought SummerSlam was outstanding. It's one of the first times um, I think the pay-per-view is better than the takeover. It's going to be fun to talk about. So, Kate Murphy, I'm glad I'm back. Welcome me back with open arms. I missed you <laughs> so much with arms wide open. Oh, my God. Really? Really, really. What do you mean, really? <laughs> he requested that I welcome him back with open arms, and my arms are yeah, wide open. Yeah, but I didn't request that Creed rendition. <laughs> I go above how else, and beyond how else do you here. Do it? Kings of Creed Rings is podcast. never above and beyond. Um, anywho, this is the Kate Murphy. I use they them pronouns, and you can find me across all social media platforms at the Kate Murphy. I'm like riding. I'm like crashing from the birthday weekend high. 
because having a birthday during SummerSlam is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's great. Now, how did you like that surprise, by the way, This was such a way, great Kate. weekend. Okay. So, y'all sent me. I was in the middle of being grumpy because I broke my bookcase and I, like, wasn't on my phone for, like, an hour. And then I go on Twitter and I see that I'm tagged in a video of Shotzi. And I, I don't read the caption. I just, I'm like, oh, bae, let me watch this. And then I hear my name and says, do you want a tango with this mango? And my joy <laughs> hit the fucking floor and I started crying. Do you want a tango with this mango? <laughs> yes. It's her tagline. It's amazing. And yes, I will tango with that mango. Shout out to Shotzi Blackheart for giving Thank the greatest cameo of all time that I think I've ever seen. That was the greatest cameo of all time. She was so good. She did it right before TakeOver, which I, I don't understand how she did I mean, she wasn't on the show, granted. How did that, ha- how did that happen? Like I don't know. She did, she literally said in a cameo, it's TakeOver day. So, yeah. like, how do you have the time? Even though when you're not on the show, you're still probably doing shit. There. Well, she made it work. I was very surprised that it even happened. And she remembered that she missed her birthday. <laughs> Which I found fantastic. Was, she was, she was wonderful. Thank you guys again. Ah, uh, you're very, very welcome. Shut up. You guys spoiled me. My girlfriend spoiled me. It was, twenty nine is amazing so far. So far, so far, so good. Uh, and I guess what was so far so good was wrestling this weekend for overall, and it all started with a little bit of thunder. WWE, finally, not finally, but WWE. Uh, had Thunderdome become live. It started with SmackDown. Uh, it made its way through SummerSlam, and it happened on Raw. So all of the shows got a bit of a Thunderdome experience, except for NXT, which is going to remain in full sale. So first of all, Will, what were your thoughts uh, after finally witnessing and experiencing Thunderdome for the first time? So I didn't bother watching SmackDown because I was on the road, um, and I watched NXT first in the Performance Center, um, takeover, and I was just like, "Huh, I'm curious to why this isn't NXT's in, the Thunder- in full sale." By the way, Will full full is that uh, is that said Performance Center? No, no, it's not. Full sale's a university. Yeah, okay, my bad. Um, but then I watched SummerSlam for the first time, and I see the Thunder. I watched the um, I watched the promo video they put out with all the pyro and everything. I'm like, "Oh, this looks cool," but then I watched SummerSlam, and I go, "This is really cool." Um, because the, 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 the tech nerd in me wonders, how do they do this? How hard is this to do? And how many computers do they just have clicking back and forth? Because something like this is not easy to do. It's incredibly impressive. It's so colorful. The, 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 the lighting was so bright. It's so much better. This is everything I want in wrestling right now. Um... If I had one complaint, it would be probably the the piped in noise um, from from the crowd because you can't really hear. It must be very difficult to pipe in the noise from the actual feeds, but I think the crowd noise added a lot. And overall, very well done by WWE. They took what the NBA did. I think it's made it a little bit better. Yeah, because you can actually see the fans. That's what I in mean. In WWE's Thunderdome. Because in the NBA, you kind of mm-hmm. see them. Like, you know they're there, but you don't really know they're there. Because of mm-hmm. the way the camera angles are shot. 
Um, but I mean, they did follow pretty much a, a, a thing that everybody else did too, which is pipe in noise. Like every sporting event, besides maybe hockey, has piped in noise at this point. And at least it's not cardboard cutouts. Or teddy bears. I think they have charm. The cardboard cutouts? Yeah. It depends. When I was telling my best friend that we, I was doing the Thunderdome, he goes, are they putting a cardboard cutout of you? And I'm like, oh, God, that's You know WWE fans would have done it, too. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine the long-haired guy with his mom? Cardboard cutouts of them. Cardboard cutouts of Randy Orton guy. Cardboard cutouts of that CM Punk Brock kid. Brock Lesnar guy. All oh, of them. Oh, fuck CM. Brock Lesnar CM guy. CM Punk kid? He, I, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I saw Battle Club guy. I saw him on screen. Did you really? I did. Like did you? When, I didn't when the see show him. first kicked off and the camera pans, I'm like, I know that. I know that. Cl- I know that club guy anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy was on too. Shout out to him. He just turned yeah, thirty. Yeah. I saw Finn Izzy. Balor happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. So Thunderdome. Let's talk about the Thunderdome process from what I what we have all gathered and I was the only person of of us right now that was able to successfully get into the Thunderdome. So I can tell you about that experience. Okay, I was in the dome, just not for a long time. I was there for the entire time. So let's talk about the prep that's associated with going into the Thunderdome. So you WWE has done this is what they've done really poor with Thunderdome is that they don't tell you when when you're available to register from what i've gathered like i got lucky that kate murphy hit me up during work and was like hey SummerSlam thunderdome is available and so i just stopped what i was doing and went on my phone and registered so it's really simple it's your email and your name that's all you need to do you give them that you check the box that says you're not a robot and they send you a call time granted the call time can switch but the, you get a call time, and then they also give you a link in a separate email for the Thunderdome. Uh, they also gave you, they also got a secondary email as well about how to prep. So you need really good lighting. You want to make sure that you have a really strong internet connection, whether it be wired, which they preferred, or yeah. a really strong wireless connection. Um, they even they even talked about resetting your your uh, your modem before logging on to make sure you have the highest speed possible. Uh, they they preferred you to have a solid color background um, as well. And additionally, uh, they preferred you to wear WWE merchandise if you have it available to you. But they didn't want any third party uh, stuff. So like I couldn't be wearing uh, our lovely merchandise uh, for WrestleMania Radio, King Ricky Rose. Uh, and I think that's about it. They mentioned that it's going to be monitored and they reserved to write, obviously, to kick you off. And it's only one person per stream, which is like, you know, one person per seat. It kind of makes sense. See, but that, that's... And, people broke that's say, that's, rule, the, that's the weird thing to me, right? Like, especially someone who has kids. So I, I can't have my yeah. kid watching with me. What, what do you mean? That That's silly. That's a silly rule. It is a silly rule, but I, I guess it kind of makes sense because I think what they want to do from a visual standpoint, you want to be able to see the person and the background. Yeah. And the background is going to give you a bit of a context of who that person is. I don't know. I don't think that if two people are sharing a screen, it's going to make any much more of a difference. It's very, very possible. I mean, they do mention that they monitor 
the the everybody's individual streams, which I don't even know how they're doing it. All right, how I many interns par- do you have doing that? I know they partnered with a company. I know that, that they did to do this. So I don't know if the company's doing it or they're doing it. It's, however we're doing, it's fantastic. Just the, the way that they pulled this off, even the way they designed, like, the Amway Center, like, that's a basketball arena. The Orlando Magic play there. And it looks mm-hmm. nothing like it. Yeah. At all. They did do a really good job. One thing I, one thing I could have been... Honestly, one thing that could have helped the pipe noise thing, like the floor seats or around the arena could have been the plexiglass and the uh, NXT people, um, NXT crowd, right? But so then kind you're of blocking, little... uh, but you're kind of blocking the, uh, you're blocking the screens though. So they, they, they're not seeing, they're not, but you're blocking the screens, but you're not like blocking the, the person's view. You know what I mean? So like, I, I think if... that I... If you have a, little, it, you have a, little, a combo much. of both, I think it just fits. A, I think it would fit a little bit better. Be, it would make it look uh, cooler, even. But the whole kind of thing that's like, oh shit, I'm in a video game right now. It was a really cool. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what it's like to be like the wrestlers, right? Cause it's it's definitely refreshing to be looking at a face, right, and seeing a reaction, even if they're not hearing it. But yeah. seeing it has to make a huge difference. Yeah, Montez Ford actually flipped out on Raw. Because when he looked, when he when he looked uh, at Cole, not Cole, when he looked at the Raw announce team, there was somebody behind the Raw announce team with a red solo cup, and so he flipped the fuck out. It was amazing. That's hilarious. Yeah. Also, the Street Profits have the greatest entrance of all time. Now, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the raining cups. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ten, I was yelling. Ten out of ten. Oh. Can I show you guys something? Sure, what do you got? So while Kate's getting that, like, how, how, how pissed off is the person that has to clean up after that entrance every night? Yeah. You want to see what I got for my birthday? It's true. Oh my god, a solo cup. I bring the swag like nobody can. How much did you pay for that cup? No, my friend got it for me for my birthday. Nice. No. We love SpongeBob, so she got me these and like SpongeBob oh, socks. Oh my here. goodness! But yeah, so now that you're, well, I got in the Thunderdome. So let's talk about the Thunderdome process. So you get a call time, and they do mention that the link is a one-time link, and if you if you try to click it more than once, you may not be able to get in, or it may be a dead <laughs> link. That's what they right, told you. Right, right. Essentially, that's what they said. Uh, and so you click the link during your call time, and I remember I clicked the link, and I didn't automatically get in. But I know I have dealt with Ticketmaster tons <laughs> of times. That was motherfuckers <laughs> <And> lie. <laughs> and I know that if you just hit refresh, even though it tells you don't refresh, if you just hit refresh, you might be able to get in. So I hit refresh like maybe three to four times, and eventually it stuck. And I got in. They do mention that it is first come, first serve. And I think they were trying to switch with the call times, especially with SummerSlam. Could you think about it? They have people from all over the world trying to get in, which makes it even crazier that they're pulling this off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You, like, know. you got internet connections from like Switzerland. Yeah. Right. Like I saw somebody with a French flag. Like, it's huge. Right. Like. Uh, I don't know how the internet works over there, but like even if someone's like on a VPN, I wonder how that would work. It's like, geez, yeah, that's, I don't know that's crazy. Like, like what baffles me the most about this and what's most impressive behind this for me is like 
just the, the, the technical marvel behind it and just how they do it, I find so fascinating. It's it's unreal that they pulled this off and like they built it in a week. Like they moved Damn. everything out of the PC on Friday and they built that in a week's time. And it was functional. It was functional enough on Thursday that they did a they did a dry run and selected people from around the world to do it. Yeah, those people That's need absurd. a raise. <laughs> they need a raise, bro. <laughs> that is so absolutely absurd. So when you're inside the dome, as I finally got in, they they also prefer that you do not watch the TV because the TV is obviously on delay. What yeah. you see when you're in the dome is the live feed before a delay so you're seeing everything happening before it hits like the network or any or fox or usa and they provide you with that feed and then you have a box where you can see yourself and within the box as well is like these like it's like a dotted silhouette so it shows you kind of like where you should put your body so that mm. you're the most visible as well and so you 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 watch along and then periodically depending on who shows up which i think is something that they did for SummerSlam, because they realized that smackdown wasn't really working well they it's like being it's like being at a on a live action set so there's somebody who comes on through the speakers and is like oh here comes randy orton we don't like randy boo randy boo randy or like oh here's drew mcintyre <laughs> show your appreciation you, they told for you how drew. to react Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I'm not surprised because it, it worked a lot better because on SmackDown, it was just people. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just people just looking. But when like when SummerSlam opened up and the pyro was going off, obviously they were directed, clap, clap, clap. It's pyro. It's the entrance. Like, show your appreciation. And it worked. Yeah. It makes no, a pe- huge difference. People are, like, people are like sheep like that. Totally. 100%. Um, yeah. So I you get the that, direction I from time to time. I find that very fascinating because like even like with the piped-in noise, but something that's kind of hard here, it's just like, we'll talk about this more when Roman comes back and that main event specifically, it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to tell who's a babyface and who's a heel. So, something like that helps. Yeah. It gives you an idea of what they're trying to do. Yes. So, and what I found out, and what also what I found out, because it's, it's call time, so you and they do say you may not be in there the entire show, but I think that's just for when your call time is. So, like, when I got in, I stayed for the rest of the show. Hmm. Do you know where you were in the arena? I couldn't find myself. Hmm. I know I wasn't on TV. I couldn't find you either. I know I wasn't on TV, so. And I mean, like, it's several rows back, and you'll never know where you're at. <laughs> Because that's just another level of technology that I don't think anybody's ready for. Yeah, it's because, like, well, how they do it, especially if you, if you, have, if you have the live feed, you're, um, you're, you're, you're wired into the truck. Like, your your route, yeah. your, your audio, like, your video route is you're hooked up to the truck, which is so crazy because there's no way they have a thousand people on those little screens in that truck. You need a big-ass truck. so Or multiple trucks. Right, like the switching back and forth is what amazes me the most. Because, like, I, you know, at my job, I, like, I, I would do some live switching in the studio. So, and I go through, and I go through one camera. Yeah. <laughs> what the? What? What? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's absolutely wild what they do. They do say that they monitor people, and so like, if you do do something fucked up, um. They can catch you, obviously, because you're connected to them, and they can figure it yeah. out. It may take a while, but they'll figure it out. And if they're good, they'll get yeah. you before you show live on screen, too. 
Um, cause there were, exactly. there were a few match, there were a few matches, um, where there was a portion of the crowd that was just blacked down at the SummerSlam logo. Yeah. So, so I was thinking maybe technical issues or maybe I was just like, imagine this, right? Like it's just a match no one cares about and all the screens just go black. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, like it's the, cool the, equivalent of, the... the equivalent of people's leaving early or bathroom break. <laughs> yeah, right. But the cool thing about it too, so when they do entrances, obviously the screens aren't on because they do that. Like it's a giant video board around the ring, so yeah. they they just do the entrances there too. While you're in the Thunderdome, you're still seeing that feed. So even though your face isn't seen, you're still watching the show. Yeah, you're still there. God, that's so yeah. cool. So it, then they just bring you back in. It was, it was an interesting experience. I'll do it again. I just gotta know like when the next time is to register. Like my goal now is to probably just be on every show, like, be on every show at least once. Nah, dude, the virtual, like the vir- yeah, the virtual big four. <laughs> the virtual big four. <laughs> you, you've done the regular big four. It's time to do the virtual big four. The virtual big four. <laughs> Can that be the show title? No, it's already wreck everything and leave because Roman came back. And let's talk about SummerSlam <sighs> and the madness that is what, besides the fact that the pyro was out of this world. Um, I was so by happy. The way, like, the... The pyro, like the the pyro around the ring, is absurd. Cause I'm like, there's video screens there, and you're blowing fire and, and pyrotechnics everywhere. Explosions. It was great. <laughs> God, they really do need to fix their ventilation system though, because they put a roof right on top of it, so all the smoke just kind of fucks around for a little bit. Uh, but SummerSlam was an interesting show there were some interesting moves i am per i am upset at some moves i really enjoy others yeah it's mad sasha lost some let me question it's bullshit that sasha lost dude she's a bad champion she's a great it's it's only a bad champion because they never let her win yeah it's bad champion it's not a bad champion yeah she's a bad champion can we just when sasha lost i i just went oh no yeah, Kate texted me and she was like, today. are you alright? Wait, wait, how do you debate crying? Kate, that's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't have that, I don't have that like, skill to debate crying. like, I debated crying. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> how do you debate crying? It's either you're sad and you cry or you're not. Like, it was sad. I said I debated calling, calling out, not oh. crying. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said okay. I debated crying. Oh my! I was like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird too. I got really confused. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, what the about? fuck are you talking about? So I literally about? had to like, re- <laughs> how you doing? Excuse, I had to literally, how you doing? I had to rewind the cassette tape in my brain to figure out what happened. Gotcha. Okay, so I debated calling out. There you go. Today. Oh, yeah. Because Ricky said... No, we'll get it over real quick. Like, I get what they're doing. Because I talked about this, that they might have Sasha lose, and Sasha might go really fucking nuts and be really pissed off. Uh, We talked about this last week. I just thought the better idea was to have Bailey lose and have Bailey go fucking bananas. And have that be the catalyst to get, like, like stupid mean Sasha out. But they went the other way. I'm I and I get it, and she tapped to Oscar, and it is what it is. I'm more upset that she tapped out again on Raw in like the lumberjack rematch. 
Yeah, that was upsetting. She looked wrecked after that. I'm expecting her to have some kind of like. Do you remember how like wild Nikki Cross was in Saturday? Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Sasha to like full on break down like that. Potentially, and it's a shame because she had a fantastic match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic, and I, I'll I'll go on I'll I'll go on this limb right here. She's the best worker in the in the women's division. Easily, yeah, she's their Shawn Michaels. Yeah, she's her Shawn Michaels, and mm-hmm. not give her an opportunity to actually defend and be a, a credible champion in the in the annals. Like she has the she has the counts as raw champion, but she doesn't have the defenses. I think is absurd, yeah. especially when you look at how much she brings in. I like, mean, the main, the, main, the, the main thing here was though, like Oscar's a raw superstar, and Sasha and Bailey are both SmackDown superstars. That's true, and they that, are they're still really, traveling mm-hmm. for right now. Yeah, and that's really what, and they're gonna lose these belts on um on Saturday or Sunday, so. Oh, that's that's really that's really what it comes down to for me. That's why Sasha lost, because um, Oscar's on Raw. Yeah, I think they are gonna calm down them traveling. I mean, they had they had a they had a great summer. They carried WWE for a whole summer. Yeah, and they're not done either. Mm-hmm. We're just getting no, started. Oh no, God, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's just it's just gonna get more interesting as it goes along. And the upper this... parts of SummerSlam were no, go were very good as well. Uh, so my highlights of them was obviously Roman coming back, which is absurd. Uh, the Street Profits with the greatest entrance of all time. And Dominic and Seth was really good. Wow. I did not think that was going to be my match of the night, but it was. Yeah, that was just really good. Dominic's impressive. He needs to put on, he needs like, he needs to go to the gym. Like, I want chunky. him to lift weights. He's not chunky, he just... He, He's not nice. really chunky. He's just skinny. Like he's like he's like a division one athlete that doesn't know weights, and then they go into the weight room for like after they're after they're like a redshirt freshman, they come back and they're jacked. Yeah, no, I, I actually I actually agree with you. He's a little, he's a little unmuscular. Yeah, and I think that's it. But he he did great. Seth did a great job. Seth and Buddy Murphy need to get a raise for how well they sold for him. Yeah. For sure. I have... I can't believe I'm saying this. I have so much respect for Seth Rollins. Ugh. <laughs> but he did. He did what he was I, supposed to do. He, he made him look good. He sold it. Yeah. Like my one critique, I think they went a little too over the top with Rey Mysterio out there, like practically crying, like bringing his wife out there. It was a little too much. I guess for me, it's kind of like you'll focus more on the match other than this soap opera Gaga. But like it, it got a it got a little bit in the way of the storytelling of the actual match. But for the storytelling of the actual overall story that goes back to last year, yeah, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And the match was great. Dom, Dominic really held his own. Who'd have thought the two matches of the week would be Pat McAfee and Dominic? Oh, we're gonna talk about Pat. I didn't because that. I hate like I I'll tease this right now. I hate to, I hate to say that Pat McAfee was actually really good, but yeah. he was oh phenomenal. <laughs> I, so I athletic. Hate to say it. I was shook. Hate He's to like, say it, but let's stick this to mother, SummerSlam. This motherfucker should have been a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go. Let's not go that far. Let's not go that far at all. It's a punter for a reason. Um, well, be it as it may, SummerSlam was overall a great show. So. We it we kind of went uh, as I was thinking about this. We kind of went daddy to daddy, like we lost the daddy and then we gained the daddy because 
Neither can live while the other survives. <laughs> this is, God damn it, Jesus, Kate. This isn't is Hancock. Calm down. <laughs> um, so, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose had a match that I was very excited about, and then the match happened, and I wasn't so excited about yeah, it. Yeah, womp womp. It was way too short, and I I was so whelmed, and I'm yeah, very disappointed. I was too. I thought it was going to be a lot better. Um, I thought Mandy Rose would have learned something more than just a running knee. Yeah, like, she how, does to, well. like how, how to lift how to lift a table. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I mean you, I get it. Mandy was supposed to win. That that's the idea. And if Sonya's gonna leave because but she has this probably giant court case. And that's more important, mm-hmm. and and I get that. But there's, have her have a more today, like there's... glorious like ending. Like it didn't look good for her at all, and I'm upset about that. Didn't look good for anybody. Can we just sideboard for yeah, a second? More people are threatening her. What do you mean? I saw it was on Twitter today. Um, she like she's proceeding with the court case with the the original guy, and more people have sent her and her ex girlfriend, um, that Ariana girl, like threatening messages about wanting to kill them, like other people. Why? I don't know, and like, I'm just very bothered by it. No, she can deserves he, the right can, to be safe in her own house. Can the internet get anything yeah. right? She, <laughs> no, but she's not gonna feel safe for like years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. And that's just, it's so unfortunate. It's unfortunate because also, she was so good this whole summer. She was only yeah. going to get better, and now it's on hold for right now. Mm-hmm. She got to keep her hair, though. But hopefully, well, yes. hopefully by the Rumble she comes back and just cleans house. She, and she's going to win the Rumble. She's going to win the, the Rumble. That's the hope. I called it days ago. That is the hope. Well, so I'm, we glad lost she, I'm glad she. I'm mm-hmm. glad she kept her hair first of all, because um, going into court like that with a shaved head would not be a good look for her. It would not look. That would that would not <laughs> help her case. When you put it that way, okay, all right, I get it. <laughs> so keep keep the hair. That's an that's it's an important thing to have right now, and I, I obviously wish her nothing but the best. You know what happened to her is. Absolutely, I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but it's absolutely devastating. Um, but I don't want to say that's part of being famous, but it's a terrible part of being famous. You have those crazy super fans who are just out of their mind insane. And fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah that guy was is absolutely out of his mind. Fuck that yeah. guy. Just the, the things that were said about her, like, it's just... Ooh, boy. Um, but moving along, so we lost Daddy, but we gained a Daddy. And Ro- I I might be a Roman Reigns fan if, this, if he's doing what he did at the end of uh, SummerSlam. By the way, also, Drew McIntyre... Yay! Also, by the way, Drew McIntyre won with a backslide, and we didn't get an RKO or a Claymore kick. Yeah, right? What a bummer. Otherwise, the match was fine. I was like, you know what you got me? I did yeah. not see backslide in, in my predictions. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I was like, really, really, Todd Phillips, you had to say, and Randy Orton didn't see that coming. Go, oh, they got him. 
So how, how long have you been practicing that one in the middle, Todd? <laughs> or is it Tom? Uh, I did, I know <laughs> it's I re- Tom. I it's Tom. Fuck me. I don't care. Fuck cold. him too. God. <laughs> I'm. I'm okay. Honestly, I'm more mad at that fed line than the fucking backslide, because the match was built <laughs> so well, so well, and you ruin it with that shit. <laughs> Not the backslide. The fucking call. God damn it. I'm heated. I'm pretty hot right now. It's okay. It's okay. So then we had also the Universal title match, which was kind of weird for a couple of things. Like, it is saved. The match is saved because Roman came back and just went to town on people and talked the best shit in the world. Like, he, it was like a work shoot. But that I made yeah, you. But then you also have the fact that it was kind of pissed for because how do you not include Alexa Bliss at all? I was again mad disappointed. <laughs> I, wanted I wanted Roman more. to spear her too. <laughs> yes. God, she broke it in like, half. Roman gets up and spearing Blitz and be like, "Sparkle splash that." Not even that, dude. Roman, Roman would get up and be blood all over his face <laughs> from spearing her in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the story is Roman. That shirt is fantastic. He looks in great shape. Apparently, he has new teeth because Randy Orton's the biggest internet troll in the world at the moment. No, he does have new teeth. I thought, I thought that was just Randy messing with everybody. <laughs> Did he need new teeth? <laughs> I, no, I noticed No, I noticed it when I was watching the match. I'm like, his te- I saw him, and I'm like, your teeth are new. So at least his top set are new. I, oh, all right. I'll I'll take your word for that. Keep ha- well, keep in mind he had he his cameos are five hundred dollars, so he probably secured a very large bag and got new chompers. Yeah, he probably got that in like five cameos. Yeah. Oh, new teeth. Yeah, only five cameos. Don't worry, no big deal. <laughs> Get on my level, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he came back. It's great. I want to see what's going to happen. He's got a triple threat match automatically at Payback. Him, Braun, and Bray. Uh, sorry, Bray, you're a transitional champion because of WWE Smart. This belt's going right back on Roman. Um, It depends what he says on Friday for me. Uh, okay. Honestly, it, it, de- it depends on his promo. It depends on his character. If he comes back as like a like an angry baby face, I am going to be very angry. But if he comes back as this badass heel coming for what's his, honestly, dude, he should be like, he should just cut a, a, a promo on the fans. Just be like, thank God I have to deal with your booze right now. You're stuck at home. Fuck all of you. Like a die, Rocky die? Yeah. He he needs a massive heel a promo this week. And for fuck's sake, I hope he's not the leader of Antifa. You mean retribution? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> People think they figured, the internet thinks they figured out who it is. What's, who knows? Who's, who's I mean, that? Here's, here's... Allegedly, it's supposed to be Dio Madden, Dijakovic, uh, Mia Yim, Caden Carter, Chelsea Green, and I forgot the other Adam guy. Adam Cole? Oh, uh, Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne. Oh my god, Shane Thorne. <laughs> Jesus. That's what the, that's why I'm seeing the internet's predicting shane thorne is still employed i mean he is doing well but didn't shane thorne have like a giant partner 
He was part of TM61. The other one left. Mm-hmm. Good for him. <laughs> I forgot about TM61. Oh, they were they were going to be good, and then they got injured, and they weren't good anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Shane Thorne got another tag partner. They've been on Raw a couple of times, and he was huge, too. That could be a person. But the thing with Retribution is they change the number of people in it every week. Yeah, dude, it's aces and eights. Come on now. <laughs> that would be great. But is this meant to be, is this meant for like the different numbers to be like a misdirection or it something? It has to be. Like people think Ro- people think Roman Reigns is running retribution, I hope which not. I, I don't hope think not. So. The shirt the shirt Ret- says wreck everything Wait. and leave. Fair. What if retribution is the Samoan dynasty we've been wanting for years? Uh, no. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No. 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 I want it. Not. Not. I want that dynasty to happen. Not like this. You already have the bloodline. <laughs> that's that's Roman and the Usos, and that's all you really that's need. That's as much as I'll ever that's, get. That's all you really need. To to be honest with you, so Roman's coming back. He has payback. But let's 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 close out SummerSlam. What do we think of SummerSlam? Well, I'm expecting a pretty high number for you in ratings. Oh yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Kate Murphy, what about you? I'm also giving it a nine. Oh, wow. We are totally flipping stuff here. I'm going to give it an eight because uh, you screwed up Sasha. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it, but you know what? It it killed Sasha match was so good. And then it had that shit. It had that ending, even though I get it. It makes storyline sense. But I was really disappointed by Mandy. And Sonya. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the worst match on that the That was a really big downer for me. I was expecting a lot more. A ton more. But it is SummerSlam. That's all the fin the boot. Raw happened. It was kind of wild. Retribution showed up at the end, like, better late than never. Uh, and Keith Lee debuted on Raw to an eighth of his entrance music. He made a statement, by the way, while we've been recording. What did Keith Lee say, actually? can we Let's talk about this Keith Lee Keith, statement and his entrance music or lack thereof. He tweeted 31 minutes ago, music is out of my hands, period. Leave it be. I'll sort it out later. Oh, he doesn't like it either. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pissed. But he from but what I read with uh, CFOs leaving and they want more money for the music part of it, uh, apparently Keith Lee like didn't have to sign off on it, but he did. What do you mean? Like having new music made. Why, Keith? Did you sign off I mean, on you, it? I would have held out. If you if you just he's just coming up to the loss, you don't want to step on any toes, especially Vince's. Especially if Vince I loved guess. it. Yes, that's true. I'm Vince, Vince likes oh, him because like good shit. I don't know if really Vince likes it him. It is not good Because shit. He, they, he, they put him in really baggy shorts, which look like a skirt. It was a skirt, first okay. of all. And they gave skirt him like... in the front, shorts They in gave the him back. like an Under Armour muscle tee. Like he, they legitimately covered up his, his midsection. And he shaved his face. Yeah, like they yes. shaved his face. Yeah, like I don't get why. Like his look was fine in NXT. His look was great in NXT. Yeah. So why the why the entire change? I mean, I'm hoping maybe it's just rust and then like people will come to their senses, but I don't know. However, Beaver doesn't make Keith Lee automatically in the main event scene. 
He had a promo with Randy. And he's, you know, he's he's in the middle of the Randy and Drew stick at the moment. So that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. We just, everything else can be fixed at some point. But the, his placement right now is really good. Him and Randy are having a match at Payback. And so I'm very interested to see how that plays out. Payback is happening. For what reason, we don't know. It's next week. And so we, I think we have three matches so far. We have the triple threat for the Universal title, Roman, Bray, and Braun. We have uh, Keith Lee and Randy. And we have a tag team, uh, role model season, Sasha and Bailey, versus the strangest of all bedfellows, a.k.a. Hall of Famer Dave's favorite thing, um, Naya and Shayna going for the tag titles. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Once they started going together, I just, I mean, every time I see a strange Bedfellows tag team, I don't know about you, Will, but I automatically think of Dave. Oh, of course. Yeah. God, I want to listen back to that episode. He had such a bad time talking about that. So funny. Yeah. I don't, I have no expectations for payback. I mean, the card's not even complete. Obviously, I think we also have a, I think we have Apollo and Lashley for the US title as well. Probably. It's happening. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with uh, on the SmackDown side besides the Universal title match. Potentially, we have uh, Big E and Miz if you watch Talking Smack, which, by the way, thank God it's back. Amazing. But who knows? I I, I don't have that much expectations for, for Payback. That's why we're kind of breezing through this and not giving you any real predictions. Uh, I It's, it's going to happen. I'll... I'll be um I'll give it a seven maybe, predicting Kate what you got. That's nice of you. I'm I'm trying. I'll be generous and give it a six. Well, let five. me guess four point five. <laughs> five. I couldn't. I I literally don't care. I might not even watch it. No, I'll watch it. But I don't care. There's no yeah. point. There's literally no point in having a pay per view. The next week after your, one of your biggest pay per views of the year. Yeah, I don't get why. I don't know why they're doing it. It's so it's so awkward. I mean, it's not uncommon because New Japan does it with New Year's Dash after it's Wrestle like you, Kingdom. You didn't even give us a reason but to like different. like nothing crazy happened at SummerSlam that needs immediate resolution at Payback. Yeah, like, what are they getting payback for? Who is getting payback? <laughs> who is who is getting paid back here? I hope it's my ne- I hope it's my network if money. If anything, Sasha and Oscar should have had a payback match at Payback. That would have made but sense, like, but they put it on Raw. Well, yeah, because they're dumb, and she tapped out again. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they just did it just because they want to keep on perfecting the Thunderdome, like from a tech perspective. I'm just like, the more you do it, the more you'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, well, you have Raw and SmackDown every single week. But do it on television. We don't need another pay-per-view for that. That's true, but it's also, like, it's also different companies as well, because, like, you have SmackDown's Fox, Raw's USA Network, and the network is WWE in and of itself. So that back and forth is probably a pain in the ass. It all runs runs in the same principle. It's just just switching out feeds to who it goes to. Yeah. But who knows? Who, Who 
V hell knows. But let's take a quick commercial break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Wednesday Night War that actually happened on Saturday, including NXT TakeOver 30 with a very familiar entrance scheme and... Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy are going to have brunch at All Out. Ooh, yes. that's fun. I'm so excited. I'm not. More when we get back. I love brunch. What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Zach, your host of the YLP Podcast. And may I remind you that you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Do you guys like the randomness of just random questions as well as random jokes that only one person would get? I know I do. Do you like random random video game and Simpsons references that only one person would get? I know I do. <laughs> hey, I'm Nate. I'm Fretz. And listening into the Game Changer podcast is probably your cup of tea where we talk about things wrestling. And some things not wrestling. Wait, wait I thought it was only purely wrestling. You know me. I often break out in random references. We talked about this. I do, I did not agree to talk about this. What are you yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about? Yes, we, you yes, know, we you did do this do. every single time and every single uh, time. Damn it, we only got 15 more seconds. Up, up. Oh, be sure to listen in to our episodes every single week on Wrestle Attic Radio. The cure for the common wrestling podcast. Or not so much. But, come on, bro. What do you want me to do? I'm an American. Hey, peeps, this is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Bow down and kiss the feet of royalty because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast right here on WrestleLotic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, the Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on WrestleLotic Radio. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, alongside the founder, Will Tarashock, and the HBIC themselves, the Kate Murphy, welcome back to the second part of the show. And before we get going, let me remind you guys that we have some pretty amazing masks for sale on our Teespring store. I just got mine, actually, before this recording. They're soft as hell. They are really comfortable. I'm not bullshitting you because it's my mask. They are actually legitimately really comfortable and soft. And if you purchase one from our store, teespring.com backslash stores backslash wrestle-addict Dash Radio, a portion of your um, payment will go to a charity to help feed kids in need. So please head over to our merchandise store. Again, teespring.com backslash stores backslash wrestle dash addict dash radio. Get some masks, t-shirts, hoodies, uh, game-changing baby gear, all that, and much, much more. So let's get into the Wednesday Night War that happened on Saturday this, uh, this past week with NXT TakeOver 30 and AEW's Dynamite that got bumped over because of the NBA playoffs, and rightfully so. So let's start with NXT TakeOver 30. They like fire. A lot what of fire. I got from that. A lot of fire. Fire was everywhere. Um, and if you notice correctly, and I don't know if you notice this well, but I sure as fuck did, because I'm getting like I'm getting Dave Savant skills the older I get. Uh, being a part of his podcast, the entrance, the the X's were the same X's from WrestleMania 30. Were they? It's exactly the same X's. They looked they looked very much alike. Oh no, because because they're the same thing. 
I like they just had them in like the corner of their like their garage. Mm-hmm. Let me just pull this out. Of yeah, how was that meeting? Like, ah, oh, what are we gonna do for Takeover Thirty? We need a special entrance. Hey, how about those X's Dumb. from WrestleMania Thirty? We still have those. Oh yeah, it's in the warehouse in Ohio. All right, send them yes, down. The SmackDown fist is holding them up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but TakeOver had great matches. North American ladder match. The North American title and ladder match at this point will never fail. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. Balor and, Balor and Thatcher was great. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai and EO. A great showing by Dakota. Definitely. Um, For me, at least, Kate, I was really disappointed. Not disappointed, but I... I, I, Will, you said this earlier when we were talking um, off-air during the day. The main event fell flat. Very flat. Yeah. I felt like when it ended, I didn't even recognize that it ended right away. It's like the, NXT, the know... NXT crowd forgot to pop. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird because it should have worked. Like, the build was fine. The build was there. Definitely. The execution just didn't work. And I don't know if it was Keith Lee knowing he was going on, but I don't see, like, I've seen Keith Lee on Survivor Series put on a show against Roman and have the crowd in the palm of his hand. And I don't, like, the more I watch him, the more I feel like Cross, from a move standpoint, it's kind of boring. Like, does anybody else feel that way? Like he just see like his entrance is so good, but in the ring it doesn't live up to the entrance in comparison. He's just an entrance to me too. Like the match was like fine. I guess. Like I wanted my mind to be blown and it wasn't. Huh. Yeah. He's just an entrance. I don't know, he's very big. He's very Which is, goes in his favor, yeah. Hmm. And he has Scarlet, which also helps a lot. It definitely helps. She's she helps. She's a helper. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Half his entrance is her. Yeah, like he was made to win. Like obviously, the whole fire thing was built. It was built on him winning. It just didn't work out. Like the think- match just didn't work out. I think a lot of it was the finish. The finish was kind of like, oh, it's over? Shit. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I, 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 like, I, I think Cross is great, but I'm tired of seeing the same sleeper finisher on, on every submission wrestler. Yeah, right? Like, we need something different. Like, For fuck's we, sake, the, attack a leg. At least Bret Hart is something <laughs> right. Like the Oscar lock and the cross jacket, there is no difference, really. I mean, slightly, but still. Like, we need to have different finishers. And even Samoa Joe's uh, Coquina Clutch, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Can I and buy maybe, a finisher? Maybe that's what I'm missing. <laughs> buy a finisher. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. But I, most of the match was fine. Also, it was also, I mean, as good technically as Balor and Thatcher was, it just... Ugh, boring. There was something missing. It was boring. I forgot about it, honestly. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird match to have start. Like, that's yeah. a match that would have hidden in the middle. Yeah, they, they, they should have done it after the ladder match to make it even more boring. Um, this really, really for me, like, Timothy Thatcher, Oof. 
the guy is very talented. Like, I feel like he'd be a better real wrestler than a fake wrestler. Um, he probably is a really good real wrestler, too. He's He's got the look. I like that he's missing teeth. He has the body. Yeah. The guy's cut like stone. And this is where I'm going to point out my own hypocrisy here. Because I say wrestling needs more, like, it needs to slow down. It needs to be all a bunch of high spots. And that's Timothy Thatcher. But for fuck's sake, is he boring? Yeah. That's... He piqued my interest during his debut, and then I stopped yeah, caring. Like that, that's he... really what it is for me. That's what, that's what it is for me, too. Uh, but he, Balor's still put on a good match with him, because it's fucking Finn Balor. Yeah. You know you know what Thatcher needs? Like, the most over I thought Thatcher was was the fight pit, but they have not brought back yet. He looks yes. so at home in the fight pit with him and Riddle. I was like, it's amazing. And then they, they haven't brought it back yet. And I get why, because it's horrible looking on TV. Like, if there was a crowd there, it's atrocious. Yeah, it's hard to look at. Yeah, it works for right now, and I thought they should still keep it, but you can't overexpose the fight pit, so I get it. But he needs to have more kind of gruesome, burly matches like that, even if you don't have the fight pit. Have him just be a little bit more aggressive and dominate. Like, I get it, he's technical, and he does joint manipulation, a la Pete Dunne, and him and Pete Dunne would probably have a pretty wild match. But you need to build up Thatcher to that point where you can be like, oh, him and Pete would be awesome to watch. And right now, it wouldn't be awesome to watch. I would rather see Thatcher on UK than regular NXT. Which is coming back. Do better there. Which is coming back. Thank God. Thank God. That's my show. I don't know who we're going to have, but it's coming back. <laughs> Walter. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, the longest reigning, longest reigning champion in WWE right now. Yeah. Who knew? I like me some Kaylee Ray. She's awesome. I do too. She is very, very awesome. Uh, but otherwise, again, the North American ladder match, unbelievable. Uh, Bronson Reed coming out as Bam Bam Bigelow. Amazing. That was very nice. I don't know what Johnny Gargano was. I think he was Psylocke from X-Men. I couldn't tell. All the spots are great. A lot of false finishes. I almost got... Uh, Kate, I almost got as mad as you on Sunday... Because I thought I thought they were really going to give it to Cameron Grimes like four times. Me too. Honestly, me too. And I'm not gonna lie. I thought I thought he had it in the bag, but I'm very happy. Um, what's his face won? Uh, I was going to call him Punishment Martinez, but it's Damian Priest. Yeah, it's Damian, it's Damian Priest. I mean, this. My wrestling group. No, go ahead, Kate. Sorry. That's in my wrestling group chat when he won. Everyone just goes punishment, Martinez. <laughs> no one calls him Damien Priest. That's okay. Uh, yeah. My main thing with this match in particular was that NXT right now is in another rebuilding period, right? Like, sure. A lot of their a lot of their main stars are gone. They need to build up new stars again. And this match was a showcase for a lot of new people. I Meaning Cameron Grimes looked really good. Bronson Reed looked really good. Um, everyone looked good. And yeah. I, I, it was a situation where if no matter who won, I'd be happy. I'm happy with any of them winning. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, and perfectly that's, fine. That's and a very yeah. good thing to have right now. Yeah, and you had the Candace interference, which was pretty cool. Uh, Ciampa's coming back, too. It's part of this rebuild. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Daddy's coming back. Thank or gosh. yeah, that Who knows what Ciampa's going to do, but Ciampa's going back and staying in NXT for the foreseeable future, apparently. Um, so it was good. Overall, NXT was good. I just, I think, like you said, well, I think SummerSlam actually might have beat it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say a takeover was bad because there's no such thing. It's blasphemy here. Right. Um, but from the 30 takeovers, this is in the bottom five. That's fine. I agree. Yeah. And that's saying that's a lot. Fine. Right? It's not so much a dig on this takeover. It's more of a praise towards all the other ones. There's so many classic takeovers. Like, goodness. That's what I mean. Philly, New, Philly, New Orleans. The original Brooklyn show. Oh, my God. Portland, even. Portland was an amazing show. Mm-hmm. The one time they went to London, or they did UK. Uh, was it London? Was it TakeOver London? Maybe. I think it was TakeOver London. TakeOver London? So. Yeah, I mean, they did. TakeOver Dallas was wild. If you remember, um, American Alpha versus The Revival was the opening match. That was a very good oh match. Oh, my God, yes. So, I mean, the, it's true. TakeOver just has hit after hit after hit, and sometimes you're going to miss. Even TakeOver 25 was an amazing show. Oh, yeah. Especially seeing Dave mad in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> so that was TakeOver, um, which, which is good. So let's see what happens uh, this week on, on NXT. However, we also have AEW Dynamite had their Saturday uh, spectacular show, whatever you want to call it. And... Um, the TNT Championship Challenge is over because another WWE, former WWE superstar, won the title in Brody Lee. And God damn it, Rick, squat- I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, sorry. That's Who okay. cares? Uh, That's okay. <laughs> he gave. It was spoiled for me. I he don't gave care. him a Brock Lesnar like squashing. Really? Yes. Uh. How long was the match? It doesn't matter. It was an annihilation. Which is great for Brody Lee, bad for every other talent that's not ever that was never in WWE. That's just my take on it. Uh, but who knows what Cody's gonna do? It happens. Uh, another big thing that happened is that they actually televised a tag team tournament for a women's. Uh and Diamante and Ibelis won the women's tag tournament. So good for them. They beat they beat Brandy Rhodes. Thank God. They beat the Nightmare... Was it Nightmare fans? Brandy Rose and Allie? Whatever they're doing? The Nightmare Sisters. The Nightmare Sisters. That that whole stick is a nightmare, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very interesting thing that also did happen on AEW as well. As you can see, we all really didn't watch it because NXT TakeOver happens. <laughs> um, there is a new challenger for Hikaru Shida's, uh toy belt, but it's the AEW women's title. <laughs> the toy belt. Ew. <laughs> it is I went on Cyberg. Uh there is a there is a special Patreon secret files uh two part episode between me and Mr. YLP Zach Ruzika where we talk about the AEW women's division and how we could book it better and I do actually rebook the entire division uh leading into all out and beyond. So go check that out when that releases on Patreon. Five dollars a month, seventeen cents a day if you're nasty. Uh <laughs> 
you look at my screen, I have the AEW Women's Championship hanging on my wall. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. <laughs> it's the John Cena $20 title for <laughs> Which looks better than the AEW Women's title. <laughs> right? Anywho, so Hikaru Shida has a new challenger, and guess what? It's not anybody signed to AEW. Which is interesting in and of itself because AEW does have a tendency of bringing in these indie talents. And this talent happens to be a pretty big indie talent because she is the NWA Women's Champion in Thunder Rosa. Who? Thunder Rosa. Interesting. She's actually a former Evolve and and a Shine talent. Uh, Very, very good in the ring. Uh, she She was a tag team with her partner Holly Dead. They wore like they wore half sugar skull faces. I don't know if you remember them, Will, but we did see them, or I at least saw them, in tag matches at Shine and Evolve when Evolve was a thing. I but think. she is very talented. She's in the ring, but it's it's interesting because we have an we have a end up we have a champion from another um, company facing the champion of of another company. It's like champion versus champion, but one title's on the line. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a class move. I'm interested to see what happens. I do like AEW's kind of like mixing of worlds, but I just don't think it's sustainable. In the yeah, long you, you run, yeah, you gotta sign them. Yeah, and it it does it doesn't really help you in the long run if you don't sign them. So well, they're bringing fans back. La- I know that. I would prefer Thunder. I mean, it's just a. I was like, okay, I get it. You want to bring fans back at 10, 50%, and I think they're charging $30 a ticket, which is fine. But in Florida, doesn't Florida still have like one of the top five highest infection rates at the moment? Yep. No one saw that coming. <laughs> By no one, you mean everybody. Yeah, sar- sarcasm over here. Yeah, so I just, I get it. You want to try, and that's. Too, but I, I feel like WWE does the safer move right now with Thunderdome. Oh yeah, I love the Thunderdome. I'm on board for the Thunderdome. Yeah. Although, not gonna lie, it's, I I kind of want to see Retribution, whatever the hell their name is, to smash TVs. I just want to see them beat the <laughs> shit out of fans. That was the great thing that happened with uh, <laughs> with the way SmackDown started. SmackDown started with Vince and then The Fiend came out. Like, they did the first entrance and it was The Fiend's entrance, which was unbelievable in the Thunderdome. Um, and it looks like The Fiend's gonna attack and then, like, Braun comes out to face The Fiend and then all of a sudden the lights start flickering and I was like, it took five minutes for Retribution to come and try to fuck this shit up. Five well, fucking minutes. Uh, apparently, uh, reportedly, uh, apparently, bleh, I can't talk, uh, Ryan Dunn was just like, yeah, do not have them like no technological issues. We want people to th- we don't want people to think the Thunderdome doesn't work. <laughs> which which to me, I'm like, you know what? Good move, <laughs> smart. Yeah, because yes. you don't you don't, don't want to de- you don't want to debut this brand new technological thing and then pretend it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we did the flickering lights. I was like, all right, safe move. Yeah, for sure. My God, the flickering lights, as we're side-breaking away from A-Double, we will get back to it. The flickering lights are just a sound effect away from being the anonymous Raw GM. Oh, my God. You, you shut your mouth. 
<laughs> it is. It, it is. <laughs> it's what just give me one like general sound effect before it's the anonymous raw GM. I'm telling ding, you right now. Ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It needs to be a, it needs to be a Skype. It's a Skype call. Oh, <laughs> uh, it should be. It should be a Skype call. Uh, all right. So here's what we got. Here's the big thing that happened with the biggest feud in AEW, which isn't which isn't John Moxley, surprisingly enough, but not surprising at all. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy has come to a head. The King of the Bubbly and the King of Orange Juice are now going to have a match. At all out, which is fine. What kind of match? Oh my god. You're really gonna make me say it, aren't you? Yes. Goodness. They're calling it, <laughs> Sound mim- it out. They're calling it they're calling it Mimosa Mania. I love it. Where the winner of the match, or the loser of the match, has to be doused in mimosa. Is that correct, Kate? I don't know. Is it? I didn't watch. It's AEW. not. Is it mimosa mania or is it mimosa mayhem? It's what a. It's some real mimosa mayhem sounds fierce. And if that's not what they're doing, I'm stealing that from my friends. Back it is party. called mimosa mayhem. What kind uh, of sorry, indie yeah. bullshit is that? It's called Mimosa Mayhem. Um, oh my god. It's, it's, yeah. There are going to be two vats of orange juice on each side of the ring and one side, so- and, and one open side if someone is going to do a dive. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I'm blessed. I don't like I... any of those words. I love all of these words. Yeah. It this oh. I was talking about this with, with a with a former host last night, AJ Skywalker. Um shout out to AJ Skywalker, by the way. Do you remember when Jericho had that whole stick on one of the first dynamites about bad creative? <laughs> no. This is <laughs> he went on a this is bad creative. This is why there's a creative process. This is why you have a creative process so somebody can say, hey, this is stupid. Don't <laughs> this, do this. This is the definition of dumb. Do you remember that episode of? <laughs> do you remember that episode of South Park where they were trying to figure out how Family Guy episodes are made and just manatees like nudging balls around <laughs> yeah. to generate gen- random ass yeah. segments for the yeah. show? That's how this happened. Oh my god! I heard the name and I said they didn't go with this, did they? And they did. I love it. I love it. I love it. At least we didn't see Viagra on a pole in WCW till like year seven. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I can. There's just so much not good about this. At all. Because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a. It's going to be horrible. Like, I. I. You can't. Say, I fuck with mimosas. I, I don't drink anymore, and I fuck with. I mimosas. fuck with mimosas too in real life, but I don't want to see it in wrestling. Okay, you I you do. can't say you're going to compete with WWE and be an alternative, and do something a little bit more serious when you're doing clearly a gimmick that WWE would have actually thought about. 
I don't think WWE would have thought of Mimosa Mayhem. They thought of a lot of shit. I mean, they gave birth to a hand. Which, ironically, is really fucking funny still. Which leads me to believe they wouldn't be operating on the same train of thought. <laughs> this is also very birth true. Hand, mimosa Mayhem. But to just... Oh, my God. I, I don't even want to tune in to watch this. At all. I will. I know you will. You can tell me how it is. I will live tweet it. Go, go right ahead. Well, what are your thoughts on Mimosa Mayhem? I know you enjoy Mimosas as well as I do. I, I prefer Bloody Mary Mayhem, first of all. Um, <laughs> that's too that's too hot for TV. Mimosa, yeah, literally. Mimosa Mayhem can... F- I don't want to... No, I'm not talking about it. Skip. <laughs> I think... I'm going to buy a carton of orange juice and a bottle of non-alcoholic sparkling wine and make mimosas for Mimosa Mayhem. Go right ahead. I just... Oh, my God. This is going to be the events of the season. Oh, my God. Just... Just... <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Let's move on. Let's move Let's move on. <laughs> I just... Because if we go down this route, either Will's going to explode or I'm going to explode. There's going to be a lot of screaming involved. Yeah, it's, it's, let's 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 never mention it. this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna skip us. No, we're gonna skip us when we review all I'm out. I'm going to review it at nauseum. You could do do your own show. Do your own do your own Patreon special where you talk about this. Wow, Rudy to booty. It's fine. I didn't cover my 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 whole Velveteen Dream stick, but I'll do that for uh, Watch the Throne. Because maybe the last point of the last thing that we want to talk about is uh, Vince McMahon turned seventy five this week. Good for him. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> He's <laughs> he was on doing TV, TV for a little bit. He did a little bit of a two step and you know, then he left. It was fine. Stop doing TV. I'm just Stop writing He's... TV. <laughs> Retire, please. <laughs> He's not going to. I know. And he has every right to not to. <laughs> Vince is still kicking. Did you watch the 24 on WrestleMania uh, 36? Not yet. No, how was it? It was actually really good. So it follows, it pretty much follows three people. It follows Drew McIntyre. Um, it follows your girl, Rhea Ripley. And ah. yeah, the Rhea, the Rhea part is really good. And it follows Braun Strowman, who cries like three times in the show. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'll watch that when we get off air. And they have this very popular segment that actually that they released before the show. So do you guys remember the, the part of WrestleMania where Gronkowski jumped from the platform? Yeah. Yeah. So they did they 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 showed you this whole video footage of that. They were practicing this whole thing and they had a crash pad for Gronk to uh to, to practice falling on. And Gronk was scared mm-hmm. to do it, so Vince got up on the platform and jumped himself. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. In a, in a, in a full suit. He's like, hey, you do it like this, and he just fell. <laughs> I and you, That is some crazy energy right there. I 100% believe yeah. that, too. He definitely did do that. Wow. Oh, no, he, it's on video. He did it. Like, it's, it's the, like... He did that at 74. It was unreal. What a psycho. I mean, he, the man's never going to let you do anything that he wouldn't do himself, and he just fucking did it. Which is respectable. In a full suit. In a full suit, like it was nothing. 
which is absurd. So props to Vince for that. And also, like, the story behind WrestleMania is crazy. Like, they, they had the EVP of uh, special events uh, as part of a doc. And he said, like, we planned, he's like, we were planning Tampa Bay for 14 months. And we had 14 days to change everything. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, that's, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, so the the behind the scenes of that mania makes you appreciate it a little bit more, even though it was hit or miss for a lot of people. Um, but it was interesting. Cena's on there too. He talks about his match, um, and you you hear about KO's uh, idea for jumping off a sign. So it's I mean twenty fours are always very good. Be untold with Sasha and Bailey. I think it's the best one that they came out with this week. But this twenty four is very very good, very very good. So happy birthday, Vince! Stop jumping off things. They literally no, no, had keep, you literally keep hear me jumping. Aud- keep jumping. <laughs> Please they literally keep had jumping. The audio- He's gonna exactly break get him off TV. <laughs> Force him into retirement. Get his old ass. Get his old ass out of there. They literally had the. You hear the audio of the people in the back. They're like, "Hey guys, Vince is gonna jump. We need some more light over here." <laughs> oh man, it was so good. All right, so let's wrap this up. Match of the week, king of the night. Oh, uh, Will Tarashock. Ooh, match of the week. What is my match of the week? Um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Dominic and uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, high praise to Seth and Buddy for settling like settling their life dependent on it, because it probably did. Yeah. King of the Night goes to Roman Reigns. Yeah, what a comeback. He, I hope he capitalizes off of this. I really do. Mm-hmm. Kate Murphy, who do you got? I have the literal same exact answers as well. Okay, that makes it a lot quicker for us. Uh, my match of the week is actually going to be the North American ladder match. I'll give him that. Because that was it was just a stellar match all around. My king of the night is going to be, unfortunately, because uh, we didn't really talk about this, but we'll talk about it now. It's going to be Renee Young. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Renee Young had her final appearance on the SummerSlam pre-show. Uh, she is no longer affiliated with WWE. Uh, she even changed her 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 social media to all of her her real last name, which is Renee Paquette. No, it's Renee Dupree. Come on now. <laughs> um, and Will and I were talking about this via text, but if you think about how good Renee Young is, and also how groundbreaking she was. She was the first woman to be an announcer on Raw. Not like a guest. She was part of the Raw announced team. Uh, she was the first host of Talking Smack, which became something of folklore and, and amazingness, which is now Kayla Braxton and The Miz host Talking Smack. She was the first woman um, to announce a show in Saudi Arabia uh, as well. And as Will, you said it best, you know, Renee Young is attractive, yes, but she wasn't hired for her looks. She was hired because she's damn good at what she does. Yeah, she was hired purely on talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she got as far as she did because she's as good as she is. Um, and she managed to pull off a Hall of Fame career, I think. Absolutely. Um, 
Oh, I'm, yeah. I am going to miss her. Like, Charlie Crusoe is great at what she does. Caleb Braxton's great at what she does. Um, but you're not, you're not going to convince me that a reason, not the reason, but while they were going through the hiring process, not there's no way in my mind someone didn't say, and she's also great to look at. Like, Renee Young, I wouldn't be surprised if that didn't come up. They interviewed her, and she's like, oh, this girl, she's got it. She's got it down. She's amazing. ESPN wanted to steal her, and she stayed, so she's loyal. Um, a big, a big letdown for WWE that she's leaving, but I'm, ass- yeah. I'm assuming she wants to be with her husband, um, which, you know, I cannot blame her for that. She, Not surprised she by it. had a great career and I'm sad to see her go, but I hope, um, I think she's going to show up in AEW and I think she's going to great. She's going to take Tony Schiavone's role. So, so <laughs> Yeah, like I, I doing doing the uh, the interview the interviews at the uh, top of the stage. Yeah, yeah. So I, I couldn't um, be happier for. Her. You know what she did really well, and I also because I also watched her show on the network. Well, she she was one of the first shows on the network when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on something. It was like unfiltered. With yeah, Renea. something like that. I think it was. Yeah, unfiltered. she did a really great job. Of making the wrestlers feel comfortable and at home. You know, it wasn't like, hey, we're on TV, we're gonna do a stick. It's, hey, you're having a conversation with me, let's just shoot the shit. Yeah. And she was with the company for you a know? while, too. She's there for at least six, seven years. I think it was eight, she said, because she, re- she released something on like her Instagram and she, she wrote an article for the Players Tribune as well about her goodbye. I read that it was a really nice read. Yeah. So she definitely is going to be the standard bearer and the, the model that you're that people are gonna have to try to reach to uh if they are going to be a female, you know, or a female assigned female at birth, um, talent and as a as a person as a ring as an outside of the ring personality being like an announcer. Like if Renee Young doesn't happen, we don't get Beth Phoenix on announcing. No, and Beth Phoenix is Correct. great. Yeah. I love her on commentary. So, so Renee Young, Trailblazer, future WWE Hall of Famer. And, you know, good luck to wherever she goes. She's only going to make AEW better. Put it that way. A thousand percent. Yeah. If she, if she even goes there, who knows? But we do get Stu Bennett coming back. I mean, Wade Barrett's going to be doing NXT. So, yay. What's, what's, Not, what's he doing interesting. there? Interesting. He's going to be doing commentary. Very interesting. Yeah. He was doing NWA Power for a while as, as a commentator, but they're bringing him back to to, 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 to commentate NXT. He was probably like, oh. Can I just say that TakeOver, one of the reasons it felt as well is because Morrow was so missed and it was so noticeable. Oh, Morrow. Morrow is an enhancer from time to time, but they brought back Corey Graves. Yay. I was I was cool with that. I just I needed a Mamma Mia. Oh, he would have he would have sold the hell out of that ladder match. I know. Oh man, be it as it may, a lot of changes happening, a lot of transitions going on, a lot of mimosas that we are not going to drink or ever talk about ever again. Besides this show, not true. <sighs> whatever, Kate. Whatever. Anywho, cue that music right now, please. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 210, Wreck Everything and Leave. I have been your host, King Ricky Rose. Find me in Ambassador Things across all social media outlets. Thank you for listening to Kings of the Rings Podcast. Find us wherever you listen to all of your podcasts. Like, share, subscribe. Tell everybody about us. Buy some of our merch. We got face masks. Wear your face mask, please. So at some point, I don't have to go to Thunderdome, and I can actually go to a real show. Anywho, listen to us each and every week on Wrestle Attic Radio and follow Wrestle Attic Radio social at Attic underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Attic Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Mr. Tereshock, welcome back, sir. Welcome back to you too, Ricky. I'm glad you didn't leave. Um, I'm Will Tereshock. T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at with wrestling, my wrestling fandom right now. I was, I was really down for a little while, but... They turned it around. WWE managed to evolve. They kind of managed to figure it out. At least for now. Um, but until then, Kate Murphy. How you doing? How you doing? Good to, good to you see you, doing? Holmes. How you, How doing? you doing? How you doing? I need to make a snack. I'm really hungry. <laughs> and these all just mimosa talk made me think about food. Ugh. So... So, I'm going to go make a snack, and you can find me across all social media platforms at the Kate Murphy. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, when we get back next week, AW Dynamite, I think, returns back to Wednesday. We're going to have the fallout from TakeOver to talk about, uh, the fallout from Payback. Don't be surprised if you see a new Universal Champion. Roman Reigns makes his television re-debut on Fox. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty newsworthy week next week, so stay tuned. Uh, for our next episode, episode number 211. But until then, folks, goodbye, good night, and no mimosas for you, Slack. Go fuck yourself. See you later, folks.